This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Seagull Social, episode 19. I'm your host, Maz, and of course, I'm joined by my lovely co hosts, Ben and Ryan. How are we doing, chaps? We all good? We won! Some. Um, <laughs> we won again. I tell you we what, I've never been that like down about a win before. Like, oh my god. I'm not taking that as a what dub, mess. by the way. I'm not, I'm what not a mess. A <laughs> but the thing is, um, well, let's start straight away from that tweet. I think you found, Ben, didn't you? Um, it was the one that you, we posted on our Instagram story. I, I can't actually find it right now. Uh, but it basically was saying that if you compare it, the performance to, let's say, Leeds, who lost to Crawley 3-0, um, and then us, you know, no, but like, I mean, like, the they lost history in the cup as well. <laughs> had to get that in there. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Straight away, had to get that in. Um, no, but, and then if you compare that to, you know, the fact that we, okay, yeah, it wasn't the best performance, but we still got through it. We looked comfortable, really, you know, we didn't, the whole game. They, didn't they didn't threaten us, to be honest. Um, and then we had an absolute howler from Steel, which we'll get into. But yeah, on, on the grand scheme of things, if you actually look at it, we, we progressed from the cup uh, that, you know, clubs like Leeds haven't. And it, yeah, we looked comfortable throughout. So, uh, you know. And if you look at us, you can tell that if you're watching it on YouTube, we're all wearing Brighton jersey so yes yeah let's i shouldn't say jerseys but yeah basically what happened was what happened was i came basically i just felt like wearing it because you know i had it just to hand um and then the other boys were like maz you look so good in your top we want it Definitely. all oh yeah that is, <laughs> that is what happened like, word for word he is spot on there um yeah so basically they all both got jealous and like yeah maz we don't we want to look as good as you and, and now we all look like twats yeah so you know yeah we all look like felons so yeah if anyone's watching on youtube um just let us know uh how much of a bad bad we comments we didn't want yeah. Maz to go down on his own so we thought me and ryan as no, mates, I appreciate you know, boys we're I, back I, and I appreciate we look like mugs together so. i want to see a yeah, ranking I, of, of Maz, ben ryan and see see who who gets the best well one i think i'll definitely here. be I'll definitely be the best because you two are in the same fucking top. <laughs> so you two have an absolute Hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right, let's just clarify. I bought it first. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, right. We both we all look at Bellens and we're ready to get into the, the, the game. So um, let's just start off straight away off the bat. Um, the pitch wasn't great, was it, lads? It was an absolute... Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Shocking. The magic of the FA Cup. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> who, who decides to play a rugby match before 24 hours before the football? I know it's a ground chair. I know it's a ground chair, but surely they, they can do a kind of, kind of like a fixture, you know, turnaround, whatever it is. I'm not um, even joking. The part next to my house is literally better than that. Yeah, like, I was going to say, I'll play your better pitches. There's sand. There's probably more sand and mud than grass on that pitch. It was, it was so atrocious. It's like a sand pit, wasn't it? 
Just yeah, a big, big old sandpit. Um, so, yes, yeah, so straight off the bat, so we were at a disadvantage because we actually like to play football. I'm not saying Newport don't, but we do we do rely on our, you know, passing and mm. getting the ball around the pitch. So that didn't help us whatsoever. And, and it's what you expect in it. When you go to a lower league team, you sort of expect to have a bit of a shit pitch, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, what, what was your overall sort of... Uh, let's start with you, Ben. What was your overall um, thoughts on, on the game as a whole? So, yeah, I think like we touched on earlier, it was it was pretty comfortable, wasn't it? Obviously, we didn't score and it, we were finding it difficult, as we usually do, to get to that final third and get that cut and edge. But compared to other games, I thought we were actually struggling a bit more. Like we were actually struggling to create those goal, chance, uh, those goal chances due to the pitch. I, I hate blaming the pitch and people are going to like, ridicule us for blaming it on the pitch. But you, the fact that it was so <laughs> frozen... Huh? Yeah, that's what I was literally thinking. Sound like Ty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, yeah, he probably went to fair. Um, but yeah, we looked comfortable. Oh, then it was the, just... the rain, I think. The rain, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then obviously comfortable the whole game. I think Jason Steele probably got too comfortable in the 96th minute. God knows why it got to 96, even though it's plus four. Yeah. Yeah, that, that happens. But um, yeah, overall, it was comfortable. But even Graham Potter hit it on the head, didn't he? He said in his interview, he said it was traumatic. And I think that's the best way to describe the game, despite us being comfortable the whole game. Ryan, anything to add on to that? Um, yeah, well, as you say, we played okay, didn't we? It, the thing was that so probably not only surprised me, but, you know, sort of disappointed me was the way we um, we didn't really look threatening to them. I mean, the best chance of the first half went to Newport. I mean, the, the dunk mistake early on. Um, and then I think it, the Jason Steele won it as well. He made another mistake, didn't he? It was a poor back pass, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they had a couple of good chances and it was just like, God, that was a bit of a scare. Um, and, yeah, I think the the thing that got me, as I say, is just we didn't really create much. I mean, Zakiri had a good chance, didn't he, with his like, little bicycle kick-esque yeah. thing, which was uh, it's you know, it's a good attempt, to be fair to him. Um, yeah, it's a really good save. Yeah, shout out to um, the keeper. But yeah. He was so good. Oh, God, yeah, fantastic. that keeper was on steroids. Can we sign him? <laughs> because, you know, we could do with him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just, as I say, it was... All possession, not much threat. And I think that's what probably disappointed me more than anything, considering we're playing Newport at the end of the day. Um, we're not playing Manchester City, which will be on Wednesday. So, yeah, it was a bit yeah. bit of a concerning one, considering the team we had out, I've got to be honest. Yeah. It was just so hard to play. Sorry, Baz. It was just so hard to play along the ground like we usually would. So we were yeah, having to go for these balls into the box. And they've got some, their defenders are so much bigger than ours. So they're always going to keep clear them away. But we were finding it yeah. so hard to deal with the bubble. I'll say Basuma looked like he was playing on a normal pitch. He was yeah. class. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give him props. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think we did struggle playing on that pitch, unfortunately. Yeah, no, no. I think that's the big thing for me was obviously going into the game, as much as we said, oh yeah, you know, potential Newport, you know, shock. Uh, we obviously saw Crawley earlier in the day as well. You know, it could have easily turned into an FA Cup upset. And it, you know, I mean, it was very close as well. So close. But I think what, what frustrated me the most, I think personally, was just like, Going into that game, you, you want to do uh, what you know what Tottenham did. I know it's a much lower position in Marine, but you want to go and do what Tottenham did and beat you know spank a team four five nil and just get that you know just be assertive the whole game, dominate it all. Look and like the Premier ball. League club. Yeah, ex ex exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and I felt like we didn't do that, which was my only sort of slight criticism. But at the end of the day, the way I'm looking at it is, yeah, we survived it, we got through, we're in the next round. So at the end of the day, that's all at least we're not Leeds. Yeah, yeah, exactly, at exactly. Leads. At least we're not Leeds. Um, so, yeah. So, talking about... We alluded to a few of the chances as well. Um, yeah, they had their fair chances in the first half. Was there any point, boys, do you reckon, that, like, 
we we sat there and thought, oh, this could be this could be a Crawley to Leeds or you know a big cup set coming on. Or, or were you quite comfortable throughout? The only moment I thought no. that we were actually going to, if it was going to be an upset, was when the ball was looping over Jason Sill's head. That's the only moment where I was like, oh my God, this is actually about to happen. I'm preparing for the messages from my mates going, ha, 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 you can see the bubble. Yeah, banter club, banter club. Yeah, banter club. You're so shit, you're so shit. You're from Brighton as well. Oh, just mute myself back. You're from Brighton as well, mate. So <laughs> why are you wasting your own home club? God, I had so, yeah. such beef with some mates the other day. Um, but yeah, that was the only moment when uh, I actually thought, oh, this could be a proper upset here. What about you, Ryan? <laughs> I've got to admit, like the longer it was going on, where we weren't scoring, I was getting more and more like they're going to nick this, they're going to nick this. They've got these big six foot five guys. I think back post header, it's curtains. I, I was just getting like those sort of visions, you know. Like we, as I say, that whenever we play a, like a small club away in these cup games, we always get beaten by them, or we have a struggle against them. We can't just like you know that's, prove yeah, that we are the best. Yeah, that's team. what I mean. Yeah. Um, and the first, the longer that was going on, I was like, "Oh God, it's going to happen, isn't it?" You just know it is. And then when March scored, I thought, "Thank God for that. We've you know we've got away with it. We've we haven't played our to our probably our best, but you know considering the circumstances of the pitch and all that stuff, you know it's good yeah. good goal from Solly. Oh, um, and you think finish. after ninety minutes we should be holding on to that, but you know we still <laughs> managed to throw I, away I actually... in typical Brighton fashion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, but before before we get really into before we get into Jason Steele, before we get into him, let's just quickly talk about Solly March because for me personally, I, I want to bring him up because, uh, you know, mm. we well, me personally, and I don't I'm, I don't know about you two, but I personally sort of throughout the years I've said like, he's not Premier League standard, um, you know, he, he's he's not he's not the best, etc., uh, etc. Et but this last season, genuinely, I think he's hands down our best player, sort of maybe alongside Bis uh, Basuma. I feel like he is our stand-up <coughs> player. And, and the fact he's developed so much and he's doing so well. What My question to you boys is, um, let's start with you, Ryan. What do you think changed like from last season to now? What, what, what do you think he's improved or, or what was it, the switch that made him what he is today? I think he's just found his position. I think, you know, Graham's found his, his strength. And I think the thing that we probably saw before Potter come in, and even last season, really, I don't think he really knew his own strengths, really. He was sort of... I always had the feeling with March that he wasn't fully interested. And that's probably why he didn't... You know, we saw the glimpses of what he can do. You know, sometimes that one against Man United sticks out in particular with that ball across and Murray sort of chipped De Gea. Um you know, we saw those glimpses of him able to take on players and put across in the box, but it would come round all too, you know, little. And I think that's another problem with Trossard. Um, you know, it's like they're that sort of, I'm not interested today. My shoulders are going to be down. And I think Solly's found his position now, left wing back, as I say, it suits him really well. And he's been yeah. genuinely yeah. probably our definitely most improved player this season. And probably for me, player of the season so far. Yeah. Um, I think I'm above Bissouma now. I think... Uh... Partly, yeah, that's definitely down to it. And also the fact that it's, he's now obviously getting consistent games. I think he's always had a few injuries here and there. So like he'll have a decent run, then he'll come back and he won't be at his, playing the way he was previously. But, you know, he's, he's yeah, he's been playing so consistently now. He hasn't had any injuries really. So that's definitely no. played a massive part. And it just, it's mad that again, like two wing-backs are like our best players at our club. That just shows where the problems are. You should be talking yeah. about Solly March or that type of your best player as a striker. Normally, that if you're a good team, you talk about your striker being your best player. But the fact we yeah, talk true. about our wing backs and centre mids being our best players, it's a bit of a an alarming, alarming thing. Yeah, I, I think I think Ryan hit. I've gone, gone on. I was going to say, as you say, as you say that, 
you only have to look at the state of those penalties to see the problem at the moment. Yeah. The, the way Fucking we cannot right. hit a barn door. Like, seriously, <laughs> that was spot. <laughs> seriously yeah, that worrying. Was, it was like, was when I was watching that, I was thinking, I can do better than this. And I'm not even yeah. joking. It yeah, was the, really, the really, really bad. Though, that stat on, F- on our penalty shootouts, haven't we won like eight in our last yeah, ten? Not, eight, yeah, I cannot believe when that. When did that happen? When did that happen? I thought we were rubbish. It's, it's, it's one of those stats. Him, just, yeah, I think it's one of those stats that sort of just goes under the radar. You just don't really think about yeah, it. Yeah, you might be and right. like every every time, it sort of just racks up. But just just quickly going back to to Solly, I think Ryan, you hit the nail on the head for me. Um, is the fact that I think he's found his position now and all his attributes. So he's you know he's great as we know he's, he's extremely fit, not in the you know in the physical form. Um, you know he's, he's, he's got a great left peg. Um, and he and I think yeah at, at left wing back that's all you need you need a good strong runner he's he's defensively decent um, attacking he's very good you know puts in a great cross and I think Delivery he's got all great, the attributes yeah. to be yeah to be a great left wing back which is you know the position he's playing and I think yeah Ryan you're, you're spot on I think now he's found that left wing back position and, and and you also alluded to Trossard and I think because of the fact he's been what he's usually inside forward kind of player isn't he or like you know out yeah. wide or whatever I think he's been he's been in a lot of different positions and that's why I think he's been poor like he's been very very you can't poor. find consistency um, being played in all yeah. these different positions well, no, it, it, exactly and, and that's one of his i suppose sort of sticking up for him in a way because i've been his biggest sort of uh critic to trossard yeah. yeah fair play to him he hasn't actually you know played in maybe his preferred position and consistently as well um but yeah that, that just just sort of going I back to the with, um, when you say solly uh with his defensive attributes I think that was always clear. Where even under Chris Hutton, he was always the one to, the, to to track back, if you like. Because I remember him and Knockout on either wing, and it would always be Knockout wouldn't always come back. He, you know, if he was up for it, he was up for it, but he wasn't always up for it, you know. And I think with March, he was always you could clearly see he was good at defending because he had come back and he had put in the ta- challenges and put in the blocks and stuff. And I think you could probably see from that point maybe that he he should have been that left wing back. I don't think he should be cancelling out his attacking role which is probably why left wing back suits him so well. But then even now, if we take him out of left wing back and we put him in, you know, further up, I don't think he's as, is is useful. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think literally his perfect position and where he should stay for forever is that left wing back position because because it, it's a perfect blend of the two. Like you said, mm. he's not he's not incredible going forward and he's not he's not like the best. He's, well, he's he's clearly not the best defender in the world. So yeah, he, he has the perfect balance to have the, the two attributes or like the two can, positions. You know that to blend. Potter as well though for put, making him that player yeah. in his system yeah, as well. 100%. So it's obviously since Potter's come along, that's when he's been consistently played at left wing back. So yeah, yeah, it's down to Potter's decision for make it. So that's yeah, one of one of Potter's positives, one of few positives. <laughs> he's taken no, over. He's made solely to play. And let, let's talk about that then, because you mentioned Potter. You know, one of the positive things. So one big question mark. Well, uh, myself and I'm sure a lot of fans as well was were asking before the game was how come Matty Ryan isn't starting over you know Jason Steele and uh, Ryan, you made a good point of we were on a podcast earlier on a Man City one, and, and Ryan made a good point of you know is it because Ryan's out the door? Is he going to leave? Is that the big factor? in why is it do you think that is the reason ben like he's because he's not basically going to be at the club he's given jason still a run in the run of games yeah, it seems that way it seems like he's gone from first choice to third choice you know <laughs> no, you, you think you'd go first or second and then if you're that bad you go to third but jason still <laughs> somehow kept his, yeah he's gone straight to third which is quite quite mad so uh, yeah i think he will be well It'll be, I'll be surprised if he doesn't go in January because, you know, he's, what, 28, you know, prime years. I know keepers normally go on for longer, but you'd think you'd want to be leaving in January to 
find yourself at a good club. I think I think he mentioned, didn't he? One of the art, one of the articles already wants to stay and fight. Yeah, for his he wants place. to fight so, for his place. So out of respect for the club, wasn't, wasn't it? it until he goes, though, wasn't it? I think. Oh, he okay. That deeply. I think oh, it was, okay. he wants to stay and fight unless a reasonable offer comes in. I but think. He's been a professional right. nonetheless, though. Like he's, yeah. I've, I've got oh, a lot of respect for him, the way he's handled and, it. Uh, and also, remember, um, when we had Kasper Anker going on, on the pod, and he mentioned, didn't he, he talked about being a third-choice keeper and a, and a second-choice keeper and how that the sort of mentally affects... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And how yeah, and mental, that can yeah. Be, yeah, and how big of a factor that is. So yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like I, I was very, I was a bit like, why is Matty Ryan not starting over, you know, in an FA Cup game? Which, but yeah, I think it all goes stems down to basically he's leaving, <laughs> and so <coughs> Potter's just thinking, well, let's give Steele a bit, bit more playing time, mm. and let yeah, and let's talk about Steele. <laughs> so on the, he, yeah, on the goalkeeping, um, on the goalkeeping topic, I saw a stat yeah. on the, like this Premier League review or the preview of the City game before the Brighton game was uh, on TV on BT, and it said that we've. With the third, we face the third fewest shots on goal in the league. Only City and Liverpool are above us. So our average is about eight shots per game or something like that, which is quite mad considering how bad we are. So Port Assistance is obviously showing that we're defensively sound until all these players are making these stupid mistakes. Like most of the goals we concede are ridiculous mistakes. They're not worldy goals. We don't, they don't get scored against us really so that's just down to the players making mistakes yeah yeah so i was yeah i just thought that was quite a mad stat that we're with but but then but then also isn't ryan isn't ryan got one of the worst shots well that's what i'm saying so yeah then it's down to the keeper so then it's down so then then yes yeah yeah that is my that is mad. That is a mad stat. Um, but yeah, and, and to be fair to Jason Steele, he literally went from zero to hero. Yeah. Um, he had, he had, yeah, let's, let's not sort of shy away from it. He had an absolute clangor uh, the last minute of the game <clears throat> where he basically absolutely mistimed his punch. And um, it was an OG and really unlucky for Webster. It's got to go down on his record now as an yeah. OG, but really. He was really good. He was really good. He was really good. He was really Finally playing his level at League 2. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> shut up! I'm kidding. I'm not watching. Uh, I won't have any Webdini slander, mate. He's he's unreal. <laughs> he, he 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 played class here. I thought he was one of our best players yesterday. Um, he's really yeah. good. But then yeah, let's let's talk about why, why do you think why do you think like at that minute you're, you're saying? I know obviously maybe shouldn't we shouldn't even got that far because he was I think 94 minutes plus. But at that minute, right, 96 minutes. Why why is it such a lack of concentration? You know, especially from the goalkeeper. But then you could argue, you know, defensively, why was the cross, you know, why was the cross able to come in? Why were we not, you know, seeing that game out? Is it like a mentality thing at the moment where we're low on confidence? Or is it just a you know, was it just one of those moments in the FA Cups, I suppose? Mm. I think it's a confidence thing. I mean, you look at the state of that goal all round, it was just <laughs> pretty it awful. Was a I mean it was, it awesome. was and you just think like I don't know, because as we said before um, about us seem to throw throw games, we just can't hold on to a lead to save our lives. Um, and I don't know what it is. I think, yeah, as you say, maybe confidence. Um, it's, it's so frustrating for fans because the, when we go one and up against a, a Newport side in League Two, we should be thinking, that's it. You know, we've got five minutes left of this game, regardless of these, you know, sub time or whatever it's going to be to add on to the extra time. You know, we should not be conceding after yeah. that, regardless of the state of the goal. We we should not be doing that against League Two yeah. Newport. It might sound ridiculous. It might sound oh, ridiculous, man. but when they bring on like someone's dad who's just dropped his son off at karate training, and like forty-two-year-old Ellison comes on in like ninety-third minute, Lewis Dunk's <laughs> joking around with him. I yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Their, their concentration must have dropped. Like if Lewis Dunk's joking around with him 
the laughing. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is a nice touch. They're bringing on a forty-two-year-old bloke for the last minute or mm. so. Kind of relaxed now, and maybe that it might sound ridiculous, but maybe that did play a part. Maybe they thought, right, no, yeah, definitely, here we go. No, the game's done it. And, and, and it, goes, it goes back to your point as well, Ben, about individual errors. It, it is stemming down to that at the moment. You look at Dan Byrne, yeah. um, you look at you know, you look at um, Jason Steele just then, like it is, it is down to big individual errors where it's costing us points, it's costing us uh, games. You know, yesterday it cost us fitness, it you know, inexperience, doesn't it? I think that's what it yeah. is. You know, we've yeah, got yeah, a very inexperienced squad, I think, very if you look team, all round, yeah. really. Very young team. Dunk Dunk being our main man at the back. But other than that, you know, you've got a March who's in a new position. Lamptey's been out, but he's, you know, relatively new there. Veltman's not been in the Premier League. White's first season in the Premier League. Uh, Webster's second season in the Premier League. So we've got a very, very, like, new team, I think. So maybe that's a, that's a point. Uh, individual errors and lack of sort of chemistry between the players, maybe. Um, no, I agree. But yeah, that's what I could put on that, maybe. No, definitely, and also Ben, the the fact the fact you mentioned about Dunkey, you know, he's a great leader, he's a great captain. But yeah, is he is it maybe are we questioning maybe to say, look, in that moment there, don't be joking around, don't be bantering, yeah. be like, come on, lads, right, we've got a couple of minutes to go, let's just let's knuckle down, let's see the game out instead of him bantering with Ellison. And, you wouldn't, and yeah, see, I, I, you wouldn't see Nemanja Vidic do that, would you? Like, or no, any no. other top any other top centre backs at that moment in the game, no, you're a professional. Agree. Strict professional Gary Neville, like when he's lining up against his brother in the tunnel, doesn't even look at him. Like that's yeah, yeah, professional. Yeah. Just focused yeah. on the match, focus on your job. This is, this is very Roy Keane, by the way. This is a very Roy Keane rant. It was mad. Like, you think you're a, you're yeah. a professional, you've got to think, you've got to be focused on your job at hand. Once the whistle blows, you can have a laugh and swap shirts with a 42 year old. That's cool. But yeah, you're playing the game. No, no, right? I agree. I agree. After the after the ninety minutes, do what you want. You know, have a laugh, whatever. But yeah, when it when it's literally the last minute, just see it out. Just see the game out. It's so frustrating, and I, 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 they must get frustrated as well because they're like, right, we don't need 120 minutes against Newport. We don't need that. You know, in terms of fitness and uh, my granddad didn't need it as well. He was knackered. I was watching it with him. He's like, I really need to go to bed. <laughs> He was gutted when it went in. Basically, none, none of us needed it, and they fucking did it. <laughs> no one needed um, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then the last player we sort of want to focus on, uh, which, uh, well, rightly I think personally, got a lot of stick yesterday. Um, and for me, the past three or four games, um, Leandro Trossard. So, um, I've been very critical of Leandro Trossard for the past couple of weeks, and I've, I've sort of noticed his performances have really dipped a lot. And I think yesterday was probably his worst performance in a long, long time for us. Yeah, um, he was shocking. And just just to back this up, I have got a stat from our, our good mate Liam, uh, Albion Analytics. Um, so someone tweeted him going, "How much time? How many times did Trossard give the ball away today?" And he said he he had fifty nine touches in fifty seven minutes, and he gave the ball away twenty four times. Now that that, nice. that, that is that mental. Is, that's <laughs> mental. Now that 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 is awful. Um, so that's it wasn't, true. but it wasn't just, but it wasn't just, it was. Oh, hello. Um, it wasn't just he, that, you know. It wasn't just him giving the ball away. Like Ryan, you said um, about the whole sort of dropping of the shoulders, and I, you mentioned it in our group chat before as well. I think, yeah, definitely uh, a, a big, big factor is his attitude at the moment. It feels like he's not really interested. Um, all the time, really. It's yeah, well, yeah. You, if you want to, if you want to sort of elaborate on this, because you, you mentioned it off, off air. If you want to elaborate a little bit more about this, I just don't. It just doesn't look interested to me. I mean, I'm, I'm saying this since you know back in 2019. When he's <clears> when he's not in it, he's not in it. It's like a bit of a Paul Pogba situation at <clears> Man United. You know, when Paul Pogba's on it, he's arguably one of the best players in the world, without without a doubt. But when you watch, um, you know, a Paul Pogba who's you know too big for his boots, like he is 90 percent of the time at his time at Man United. He's not interested and he doesn't perform. Um, and I think 
you know, whether Trossard is that or not, I don't know. But from what I take of it, whenever I've seen him on the pitch, I just think Trossard's not interested today, so he's not going to do very well. And when he has yeah. a, when he has an absolute terrible game, he's terrible because he just doesn't he doesn't have that sort of fight in him like um like with Knockart used to be a bit as well. When, when he was having a bad day, he would just sulk and that would yeah, be it. He would yeah, just be, yeah, yeah. That you know, so be in a shot for the rest of the game. Yeah, mm. and that would be that. And um, yeah, with, with Trossard, I sort of get that vibe from him as well. And maybe, I don't know what, what reason it is. He's just one of those people who's just like a good sulk and it's just frustrating because, oh, as I say, he can, he can be such a fantastic yeah, player. On his we day, he can we be all stupid. know it. Um, but it just comes around so little for me. And I, I, yeah. I do lose it with him a bit, I've got to be honest. And, and um, another factor as well, Ryan, uh, that you mentioned as well, was his fitness. You feel like he's sort of let himself go a little bit in terms of fitness and uh, keeping himself fit. I think I think he's just spent too much time in the gym. I think because you look at his arms and that, he's, he's huge now. And yeah, when Trossard heavy, came... A bit top heavy. Yeah, when Trossard came, he was this little skinny boy and... You know, um, he, he would take players on because he was more agile. And uh, this is a conversation I had with Mikhail Smith. And, um, you know, he said he got to a point, I think it was on my live stream. And he said he got to a point when he was injured for so long, where he was just spending so much time in the gym. He actually got himself too big and he lost yeah, his like yeah. his main thing of being, you know, that little man who can dart in behind because he was too heavy. So he couldn't actually run that fast anymore. And he was, he couldn't, you know, I, I, I noticed Trossard, you know, when he tries to take on a player, he's he's a bit too bulky. He can't do the step overs like he used to. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I just definitely think that's to do with the um, the fact he's he's bulked out. And you know, mm. if that's the look he wanted to go for, a bit Adama Traore, but he, <laughs> he hasn't got that to make up for it. So it doesn't. Have you not, really heard, work. Have you not heard Adama Traore doesn't go to the gym, mate? So um, yeah, of course gym, he mate. doesn't. They're running with that still. They're still going for that. Ryan doesn't go to the gym and look at him. I don't want to worry. Definitely. Oh, God, that was a low blow. That's out of order, Ben. Come on. Yeah, I think it's a very valid point, Ryan. Like, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of factors with uh, with um, Trossard. I feel like it's, yeah, it's his attitude at the moment, um, his fitness, well, in terms of, you know, like you said, his physique. Um, and also what we mentioned earlier about his positioning as well. Like, you know, maybe he's not being played where he wants to be played. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's just a lot of factors. But me personally, I think he needs time out of the team. I think he needs to be benched for at least a couple of games. Um, just, you know, just like we he did. He was benched with... yesterday though, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it was FA Cup though, wasn't it? I think he's resting him maybe. Do you think like... Do you think the fitness coaches and the, those kind of people have any say in like his build? Like surely they would be saying, yeah, look, you're, not, yeah, better, they're, you're they're, not better when you're smaller. So why are you doing all these weights in the yeah. gym well, yeah, weights, they'll, surely change they'll, diet. They'll, def- they'll definitely, they'll definitely have like a, yeah, they'll definitely have like written out uh, fitness plans. They'll have a diet plan. They'll have everything that's done for them. Yeah. yeah. So but I mean, whether listening or something like that, well, maybe, be. yeah, maybe he's not sticking to his diet plan. Or, At home, uh, maybe. we'll just be speculating here, though. So we're yeah, talking no, absolute garbage. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, you never know. You never know. What, you know, and, you and, they'd have more control in it over over the weight. Yeah. So. No, and, and also as well, Ryan, it's a, it's a very good point. You know, we're, we're big preachers of mental health as well. So you never know. You might even be going through personal <laughs> problems that we don't know about. So, true, true. you know, there could be a million factors. Yeah, there could, there could be a million factors as to why he's formed. But just, just to be frank, me personally, I think, yeah, he definitely needs some time out of the team. And he's just not been up to scratch for me. He's been very, very poor. And it's not just it's not just last night. Like I said, I've, I've been quite critical of him for the past few weeks. And I just feel like he needs that time out of the team just to, yeah, just to maybe sort of find out what's going on, what's going wrong, sit down with the coaching team and, yeah, just sort of sort it out, really. Because, yeah, we That's all know he can be incredible. I'm going to say Fabrizio Romano has just tweeted about... Um, Caicedo, and he Ooh. said that uh, negotiations between uh, Independ- 
Independiente. And Brighton, her lead in the race confirmed. Uh, also, Newcastle were trying in the last hours, work in progress for work permit. And um, to me, that looks like it's all but done. Amazing. We're going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah we're going to yeah. get into that. We're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into the whole Saiseda thing. But no, that's class. That's that's very, very promising for us. Uh, a very, very promising player. Uh, but just before we go on to that, so the last thing, before we start talking about potential transfers, let's talk about the penalty shootout. And of course, um, yeah, Stilo. Stilo going from, uh, what, was your, what was your cringy tagline, Ben? Nerves of steel. Oh no, it's terrific. <laughs> no, don't no. you know? Um, yeah, so yeah, it's so still fair play to him. Like he literally went. Uh, 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 we did a yeah. meme about. Well, I did a meme about him saying about how terrible he was. Uh, this age, the well. yeah. No, this, age, yeah, this age, this age, this age, well. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, let's oh, let's. We can, all, we can all admit. We can all admit. In that ninety minutes, he was horrendous. Like I don't care what he did oh, after no. ninety minutes. I thought he was right in the ninety minutes. Yeah, I agree with Ben. I agree with Ben. I don't think he was that bad. Yeah, we I had two mistakes. Yeah. The rest of it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. All right, fair play. I mean, maybe it wasn't that bad, but he was not great. I mean, he cost us the bloody tie. So, well, in the in the 90 minutes, he's he, he, a big clanger. But anyway, uh, yeah, we did a meme about him and, you know, we, we gave him a bit of stick. But <coughs> fair play to him. I, I put my hands up and went, yeah, fair play. Like, saving four penalties is actually mental. Like, no yeah, matter how bad that. the penalties are, no matter how bad they They're are. Good saves. So, yeah, just to save four penalties and a penalty shot. on the line as well. Actually, don't hear any yeah, people moaning about. Yeah, oh, shut up! Like, just yeah, it's so annoying. But um, yeah, no, fair I play. His, um, I saw his interview after the game. Did you see it? Yeah, um, loved him all that. Yeah, he's he, he, just such a good guy, isn't he? The way he speaks and the way he was saying, you know, keepers will always be remembered for the worst. You know, you make one mistake as a goalkeeper and no, you get remembered true. for it. He said, yeah. I can pull off four saves in a penalty shootout, and still people will still talk about, especially you know, the clangor I made. Especially yeah, after his yeah. Netflix documentary, Sunderland Till I Die, he was ridiculed for that because I think he was just mm. so shit in the documentary. He got loads of tweets and abuse just because of that mm. documentary. So he's already gone through a lot of shit. And then mm. obviously we picked him up, which was good for him. But um, yeah, it's good to see that he's actually getting some limelight. And obviously, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I, I know we, well, especially us, you know, our, our, for example, our Instagram page, we're all about banter. And <clears> just to be clear, we, we never like attack someone for like, we, it's not like with ill intention. Do you know what I mean, like, so like the memes we make and the stuff like that, I just want to clarify. We don't like, we don't go to upset anyone or it's just all, it, as uh, Richard Keys would say, it's all banter. Um, it so. Yeah, it was just banter so yeah oh, just yeah. before anyone gets like butthurt in the comment you know in the in, in the comment section please please don't be offended we're not we're not you know we're not trying to sort of ridicule anyone it's just all just general banter. if anyone said it about me for example i wouldn't care less so yeah just just so before anyone sort of goes in on us for anything uh already have any yeah. comments about the, well, the stuff we're wearing mate so don't worry <laughs> yeah. yeah be kind guys be kind, yeah, be kind. Uh, yeah. um but no let, let's crack on then so yeah uh, you just brought up uh ryan uh fabrice romano basically said uh Moises Saicedo uh is a, a, a pretty much a done deal hopefully fingers crossed let's not jinx it um so yeah we're excited the, the director of the their club I'm not going to bother trying to say that again confirms <laughs> that everything is closed and the transfer of Caicedo to a team from England and it's an interview it's a talking interview this club this thing's okay. verified 260,000 followers from Ecuador um and he's speaking it I'm not going to listen to it now but um, it's all in Ecuador. Do they speak Spanish over there? Um, something like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, right. it says here he's confirmed that everything's done between a club in England, which is probably us, I'd assume. Yeah. Um, so that looks like a done deal. Whether that whether we're going to loan him out again, I'm not sure. I think I think um, yeah, I think 
Yeah, I think we are to a second division Belgian team. Bloom, I think. Yeah, Bloom, you know, Bloom, Bloom's yeah, Belgian team. Yeah, Gualese. It's like Gene something, isn't it? Yeah, um, I was going yeah, to let's... About, about him, Sassiedo or Cassiedo, whatever his name is. <clears throat> so, like, loads of United Brand. fans. Yeah, United fans missed out on him. Or, sorry, no, I'll rephrase that. United fans, or United, didn't want to sign him. Like, they thought they were going to sign him, didn't want to. They've signed a couple of youngsters recently. So that was, wasn't part of the plans, like Fabrizio Romano said. So all these United fans like, going, oh, we didn't want him anyway. We'll just sign him off, off you boys when he wants to leave. You're just a stepping yeah. stone. Obviously, we're a fucking stepping stone, you twat. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you yeah. done? We know we're a stepping stone. Yes, we'll yeah. sign him for 5.5 million. Then you'll buy him off us for 50 million. You're the fucking idiot there for not signing yeah. him. <laughs> you pay your yeah. kit man 5 million a year, probably. So 5 million is really not a lot for you. It's quite a lot for us. No, I don't understand the Man United yeah, yeah. fan logic is just... Baffling sometimes. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, majority of big clubs. Have got He's livid. Look at his yeah. face. <laughs> no, but no, no, no. I, I agree with you, though. Like, you know, it's it's one of those oh, business God, decisions yeah. where it's going to pay off. I, I believe. Like, even, worst case, worst case, let's say he flops, which I'm sure he won't. But let's say he does. Worst case, we sell him for five million again. Like, we're not going to we're going to lose money on him. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and let, let's just talk about him as a player. Then, so, I'll oh, go on, Ron. Hang on. I spoke to my uh, my mate, who's a United fan, little plastic, lives down here, and. Um, <laughs> We went for a little walk during the uh, time where you could walk with one other person. And uh, I think it was when they were linked with him or something. And he was talking about this Kaiseido guy and he was saying how he's going to be the next, like, you know, he's so good. He's like going to be like Kante and Pogba combined and all this. And I was like, mate, I I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. But if you're saying he's good, he's good. I I don't know. Two or three days, whatever it is later. And um, well, a couple of weeks, actually. And um, now we're signing him, supposedly. It's just like I sent him the thing. And he's just like, are you serious? And I was like, is this the guy you were on about the other day, the 19-year-old kid? And he was like, yeah. I was like, well, he's coming to Brighton, mate. And he just says, he just acts like he doesn't want him anymore. He's like, oh, well, he can't be that good then, can he? It's, it's the whole thing, isn't it? It's just the whole thing, like, you know, when guys go to nightclubs and they're, they're after a girl and when they get rejected, they're like, oh, I didn't want you anyway. You're butters anyway. You're like, I didn't want you. It's, like, it's, it's like, just literally, a joke. Like, yeah, it's just a joke. Like, I'm, yeah, I wasn't actually trying to get with you. It's exactly I just gouged you for three months. It's a joke. It was just that. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just, it's just literally Man United fans. It's exactly the same thing. So I played those with giving them the absolute pie to the face and they're like, nah, uh, nah. But to be fair, I, I think they pulled out um, sort of joking aside. Uh, Chelsea, yeah, West Ham and, uh, Chelsea, West Ham and I think Everton. Everton. Yeah, they were interested. Yeah, they wanted him, didn't they? Yeah. They yeah, let, let's, let's talk about it. So just for people that don't know, I believe he's, he's 19, is that right? He's a 19-year-old yeah. uh, 19-year-old centre midfielder. He's a box-to-box, um, I think, as Phil Vickery described him, he's box-to-box midfielder. Um, very, very like, like a mould of, yeah, you know, well, a lot of people comparing him to Basuma, sort of like-for-like like in terms yeah. of, yeah, you know, style, style of play. It's very similar. Yeah. But apparently he's he's very good defensively and he's very good attacking. So he's he's like a box to box, um, can do both, um, sort of yeah duties. So yeah, I'm very excited. Actually, attack better than him, which yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah which true. is mad. Yeah, so um, I mean, I'm very excited to to, to have him. I know it's not going to be an instant signing, so it's very very much one for the future. But let, let, one question, and I, I I sort of spoke we spoke about this, didn't we, Ryan, on the other pods? Um, I've got a question for you. So Ben. What are you? Uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Are you frustrated that we're not signing ready-made first-team players? Because uh, we're signing a lot of you know young talented mm. players, which is great. You know, I'm all for it. I'm not saying let's not do it. I'm just uh, my question to you would be: Is are we focusing too much on the future and not on the present? Um, yes, I would say so. But also, I don't know if I'm chatting shit here, but for some reason, I I believe that we have like a budget for looking for the future, and we also have a budget for first team. So I feel like there's yeah, they're two different right. departments. Um, 
Yes, I would. I think I would like to see us spend big on an actual first team player. It is it is a bit tiring now seeing all these youngsters for the future. You know, we're signing Cassiedo. Some people think he's going to come in Jan and play straight away, but then I oh know he's going to get loads of Tony Bloom's team in Belgium, so we won't see him till the summer. Um, obviously, we signed Moda in the summer. Thought he's going to be a baller. I've only got him in January, so it is a bit frustrating. You're signing these players. Percy Tao signed in 905 days later. He actually plays a game. It is frustrating when we're signing these potential potential ballers and we don't, never actually see them for like six months or two years. So, yeah, it yeah. definitely is frustrating. Yeah, I'm right, I suppose right. then you could look at it in this way. Um, you look at the majority of our team, bar Lamptey, um, have had to come through that rank of, you know, coming up as a young player. <clears throat> uh, March being one of them, Dunk, White, um, Azate, Connolly. You know, we've brought through a lot of talent that has to be edged yeah. in. Um, Alexis is slowly, he's very slow. I think he's going to be a while, but um, with this guy, yeah, as I say, uh, Alexis McAllister was out there, he was uh tipped as one of the best out there, wasn't he, in Argentina, uh, in terms of potential. And I, I don't doubt that he still can be, yeah. Um, but with I say though, again, he's supposedly the best South African talent out there, like South, South American, American, sorry, yeah. South, American yeah. South American talent out there right now. Um, so you know, it's, heavy, yeah, it's great, yeah, it's but yeah, weird. I do, um. I do, I do agree in terms of you know you to be looking at now, but this is what I said to you as well. We, like we've got to remember again what we are. We can't be attracting players that you, we can sign for thirty mil right now. Uh, we can't be, you know, this dream striker that we think of that you know can be banging into twenty goals. Who is that realistically? Because you know you, you mentioned Divo Carigi, um, then you look at <clears throat> wages because he's not going to be. You know, we're not going to take a player on loan to improve them to send back to another club. You know, that's not how we work. I don't think we ever have done. We we always loan with the sort of vision that we want to have them as our play. You know, we want to we want to improve our players. Yeah. We don't want to improve other teams. So I've got a question um, for you, so, but do you do yeah. you think us signing all these youngsters as a potential? Sorry, say if you're interested in going joining Brighton or Brighton are interested in signing you, would it be a turn off that we're signing all these youngsters for the future, or would you rather the club that you're about to join be signing players for now? Like, would it be a turn off for Diva Rigi to join us because? There's no real improvements being made to the first team directly. I think, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, no, I think, I think it's a very valid point. Yeah, I think some players would definitely look at it and be like, well, they're not improving the rest of the squad. Uh, I'm going into a very sort of young, um, Mm. you know, young dressing room and that kind of thing. But then, yeah, I I think, I don't think people get, um, you know, I don't think anyone would turn down a move because of that. I don't think it'll be like a sole reason for turning down a move because of like how we play and, you know, the structure we've got, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But no, I I definitely think it's a factor um, because, yeah, I'm frustrated, you know, as a a fan to see us signing all these great, great young, young players for the future, but not signing players for now that, uh, and, you know, we've done that with, let's say, Welbeck and Lalana, but they're just always injured. So it's just like, I want someone who's... the, um, The player that it is as well, as Ben said. Um, so, you know, if you're if you're a player that's a visionary player, you want to be, you know, maybe a coach in the future or you want to sort of watch a club progress, then, you know, Brighton is probably one of the best yeah, clubs yeah. you can come to at the moment for that. Yeah, because yeah. In terms of our potential, we are right up there and there's no doubting that. Mm. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned in the now, um, as you say, Lalana and Welbeck are always injured. But this is what I'm saying to you. These, these players that you want right now, they're going to be the likes of the Lanas, the Welbecks, yeah. the ones who are always injured at these big clubs. Because realistically, Divo Carigi knows he can probably get a lot more money if he was just go to a European club. Galatasaray, you know, something potentially, like that. yeah, like a yeah. European, yeah. yeah, or a Champions That's League a side point. that you could yeah, get. That's a fair point. You know, he could play Champions League European football. So why would he come mm-hmm. to us 
and you know so that's the things we've got to remember no, so I'm... it depends on the player that it is and you know what we are as well I think I've sort of learned that from Naylor to be honest I sound just like a young Andy Naylor now but, um, <laughs> I just yeah. that that time that we spoke to him I just sort of took in a lot of what he said and obviously I've well, spoke to him a lot over Twitter DMs as well since and he's just yeah like I've t- taken a lot, a lot of what he said and yeah, it, unfortunately, as much as we'd like it to be, it's not FIFA career mode. But uh, yeah, um, no, and then and then a final question on on this sort of topic. Then, um, and it was actually I think uh, someone on Instagram actually sort of uh, DM'd us uh, this question: Is um, are we well prepared? Let's say you know uh, we do get relegated this season, and I think I know what the answer is going to be here, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, if we do go down uh, this season, how well equipped are we to come back up? Very. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. Can I say though, again in the championship, Alexis McAllister, Malumbi, um, you know, we've got so many players. Even yeah. Mope was unbelievable back there. Um, Trossard. Okay, uh, okay. So, so the question then, then on the back of that, then. So, I think we can all agree. I think we're very well equipped in terms of uh, structure, yeah. terms of training facilities, players. Norwich. They had one of the youngest teams like we yeah. did last season, and now they're first in the championship. Like, yeah. But so my follow-up question then, my follow-up question is, can we keep hold of these players then? So like you mentioned Mope, Brian, how do you think? Do you think he's not like you know? Do you think Premier League clubs will be like, oh yeah, let's grab him, or do you think he's he's sort of maybe? Who's kind of yeah, really maybe not. Ben <laughs> yeah. White potentially like, someone will want to sign him. Why? I think he's overrated. To be honest, I, 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 oh, I like him. Maybe maybe a bit controversial, but. I'd, I wouldn't really mind if we got rid of White, to be honest. I think that's just because I think I think that's just because we're playing him at right back or right wing back. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, yeah, we haven't uh, seen him yeah. at centre back properly. No, right wing back. How are you playing player. Ben White at right wing back? I just don't I understand know. it. Yeah. Why? To be fair, who else have we got right now? It's only Veltman, and he wasn't very good last. Right, yeah, but I'd, I'd much rather Veltman at right wing back than than Ben White. Yeah. Oh yeah, so would I. Yeah, so, yeah, so would I. Oh, yeah, it's very frustrating. But yeah, um, yeah, let's 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 get away from that. So right, okay, so yeah, no, that was very interesting. Like the sort of the 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 sort of training, and also as well, let's talk about uh, another sort of new new arrival, so to speak. Um, Jakob Moder uh, was his first day of training uh, today, so he's potentially now getting sort of introduced into the fold. Um, how excited are we to see him? Uh, obviously, he's a sort of midfielder. Uh, he's not he's not an attacker, uh, but um, you know, how excited are we to see him uh, play? Ben's going to be buzzing after that voice note that he sent into that chat. Like, that <laughs> yeah, you're chanting. Yeah, you're chanting his name. Yeah, he did a Jakob Moder chant. We'll save, very drunk. we'll save you the embarrassment. <laughs> then. We'll save you the embarrassment. We, yeah, we won't get you to sing it. What the song was. Um, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're all very excited to see Yakamoto make his make his first Brighton appearance. Of course, yeah. That's, yeah now, what definitely. do you think? He, what do you think he can he can do to the team? Like, what 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 will he add that we don't have in, let's say, Basuma? Because that that'll be my big question: is like, what differences will he make uh, that our midfielders at the moment don't? That that'll be my big question. I guess, I mean, we don't know much about him really, do we? So we're just sort of doing guesswork based on what we've read and watched. Um, based on what I've looked at of him, I guess you, you'd you look at the height as a yeah, definite thing. Dynamic, isn't it? Um, yeah, and he's, he, he seems very two-footed as well, which is nice. Um, is he? I don't know if he's naturally left-footed or if he's naturally right-footed, because I couldn't really he's tell left-footed, based I'm off... Pretty sure. I think he's left. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And um, I saw I saw him scoring, you know, like thirty yard goals with yeah, his right. Decent so, ping on him, isn't it? Um, yeah. So that's the sort of thing that I'd like to see from him, like that sort of, and hopefully like a fear factor as well, as we mentioned before, didn't we, about him being the uh, the big that's Polish man in midfield that you're going to be scared of, like that's a very good point. you know, 
So um, hopefully that can be a, a thing that we don't currently have. And him and Bissouma potentially linking up could be very nice yeah. to see as well. No, no, it'll, it'll be very interesting. <laughs> my, 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 big, uh, my big takeaway from all that is just watching Ben's face uh, when he talks about when he talks about Jakob Modis. Like, you're, 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 like, you're, like, you're, like, you're like in love with him every time you talk about him. You're literally going to have this little, like, little smile. So if anyone, anyone's watching on YouTube, just, just rewind that bit where we started talking about Moda and just watch Ben's face. Like, he just looks so happy. Like, it was like Riley getting down on one knee, and I was just like, I was like, my wife. I was just so happy. It's some weird, um, like, it's some weird thing. It's like, it's, it's like you and Hamill as well. So shout oh, out Hamill. Yeah, don't, don't get me started. Yeah, don't absolutely. Shout, shout out Hamill. Um, Top yeah. Right, and then let's talk about before we get into the Man City preview. Let's talk about the 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 man of the moment. The, you know, the talk of the town, uh, so to speak. Uh, talk Percy of South Tau. Africa. <laughs> yeah, talk of South Africa. Percy Tau. And Ryan, let's start off with you. Let's start off with you. Oh, yes. For people who don't know or um, aren't aware, uh, Ryan on Twitter, he had, before before you started basically rinsing <laughs> Percy Cow content, <laughs> you, you had, how many, 3,700 followers on Twitter? Yeah, something like and that. Ha- and how many call him by his real name, actually? He's Lorette. Yeah, Lorette, yeah. No, 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 let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Right. Okay, so Ryan, Ryan, how many followers, just quickly, how many followers are you on right now? I've got five thousand six hundred twenty-one followers right mad. now. Okay, so you've um, you've, you've grown mad. by roughly yeah, roughly sort of two thousand followers, which is mental. So just for anyone who, who isn't aware, um, yeah, Percy Tau brought a lot of big big following, <laughs> a big South African contingent to our social media uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. So basically, Ryan's uh, done done fair play to you, Ryan, mate. You, you, I would do exactly the same if I was you. You're just absolutely rinsing the the Percy Tau. Real PR work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair play, fair play. And also, I've noticed as well, the Brighton admin is doing exactly the same thing. I, Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he keeps jumping on like, the, the Percy Tassel. But fair play, he's getting the numbers. I'll rate sure it. I'll to it saying go to bed, admin, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll rate, rate the hustle. I'll rate the hustle. Uh, but also, quickly, before we go into Percy Tau and his, like, um, his effect, potential effect on Brighton, uh, we just got to quickly talk about as well, Brian. Oh, Ryan. You did. You... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got a, sorry, I got a This I got is partly down to the training that we're in South Africa. Okay, let me, let me just. Let me just break this down for everyone. Right, okay. This is this is I'm gonna enjoy this one. Right, so so Ryan uh Ryan had some interaction on uh, on Twitter uh, with the South African fans and basically this one South African fan um like replied to you, didn't he, Ryan, saying, um, Oh uh you, this is your African name, isn't it? And, like he gave you like an yeah. African name. He was African doing it name? to like a few people. Yeah. Basically, I put a thing on, I'm pretty sure I said Percy Tower's the best player in the world or something like that. And it had like <laughs> something ridiculous, like two hundred likes in like a minute. And um, yeah, this guy responded saying, your African name is Loretti. Um, and I was like, <laughs> oh, like cool. what does that Cheers. And I was like, what does that mean? Is it like Ryan in African or something? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. So then that was it, really, for about oh, right, four right. hours. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But, okay. And I did search the name. Hang on. Before you say, I did search the name. And yeah, but you said it, sorry, but before you do that, you sent it in the chat and I was like, that's cool. But are you, have you definitely yeah, have you checked that definition? Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, definition, And it meant... Um, it meant something really positive as yeah. well. Like it means something else, like as well. But it's oh. an old name, and it's obviously been transformed into an insult now. Right. And um, but before, it, yeah, it used to mean like an actual name, apparently according to Google. But then Google could just be re- like lying to me right now. Yeah. Um. So then I went to Urban Dictionary when it started because like literally it was just blowing up. My phone was going mad. I couldn't even see like what was going on. And um, <laughs> I was like, right, this this is getting retweeted a lot. Like this is a bit. Like I'm getting a lot of messages right now. And. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I looked at all of it like laughing, crying emojis, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm being done here." So I just put a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just put a thing saying, 
I've been um, I've been bamboozled, haven't I? Here and like they they've set me up and they so I screenshotted the Urban Dictionary, which meant stupid person. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so I've been called stupid, very funny, and um, I'm not going to say what it actually means, but it's not particularly great. I mean, right. uh, <laughs> and also, to like, fair, to, in your defence, Ryan, like you said, you weren't the only one to be duped. Um, this yeah. this guy done about oh, seven, he was on fire. Yeah, fair he, play he, to him. He, he done about seven Brighton fans, and basically he was just calling them all insults, basically, and everyone yeah. was lapping it up. And you've done uh, the best no, thing you could do, though, Ryan, by embracing it, and then yeah. that, the kind yeah, of fame yeah. kicked oh, on from yeah, there. Like, everyone's like, replying, saying your name, like, and yeah, you went, mini went, mini viral as well i think like within the south african mm. twitter i think one of the tweets <laughs> you were trending. Someone tweeted it someone was trending was it no way yeah yeah i was 30th on the trending in south africa so, That's um, so i just want to say <laughs> to south Africans, like genuinely it was so funny like it was so fun like all of yeah. the messages like and i was getting people saying like, we actually love you here now like you don't realize it but if you come to south africa you are like you are loved right now That's and i was like this is just ridiculous like even though yeah you insulted me you call me this but to me, I was just like, you know what? Like, let's not take it personally. No, like, they're just like, let's have a bit of fun. Listen, and I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, exactly. Like, and ben like, said, like Ben said, if if you turn around and be like, oh, like you know, kicked off about it, that's what that you you, you would have looked stupid. Like, it just mm-hmm. you embraced it, and that's the perfect thing you can do in that situation. But no, it's it's fucking yeah. hilarious. It's funny as fuck. And so. um, so yeah, to the yeah, all the South Africans, I got so many messages. So I was just checking my phone, and it's just I've never, I don't think I've ever really received that many notifications. <laughs> Twitter in my life and um, I had a tweet that blew up once it got like 100k but this was like this tops it by an absolute distance because like yeah, the South Africans were just un- unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I really them. hope... They've been safe. so funny. Like, They've been so funny. Yeah, and I hope yeah, that they're safe. Percy yeah. can be a fantastic player because we saw glimpses, didn't we? We saw mm. glimpses like of what he can do, his little skills, he's got a bit of pace. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully he can be a good player because... You know, he's come with a, with a full-on army and I, and I love him. I absolutely love him because, as yeah. I say, they brought a lot of positivity as well. Like, I haven't seen Brighton Twitter in, like, since 2013 I've been on it. I haven't seen them, like, that positive since probably God knows how long. Yeah. It's been a let, long let, Let's see how long that lasts, Ryan, eh? Uh, yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's uh, hope we'll, see, so. we'll see how long. But no, no I, I thought he looked, yeah, he looked lively. He looked good. Um, you know, the pitch, obviously, again, you know, it doesn't help. Or, you know, on your first appearance, you don't yeah, want to exactly, be playing yeah. on, on that kind of pitch. Um, but no, no, fingers crossed. I, I personally would love to see him start in a front three mm. uh, against Man City. Because, like, like, let's be let's be real, and we'll get on to the Man City preview, but let's be real. We, well, me personally, I'm looking at it as a free hit. So why not play? You know, the likes of Percy Tao, um, you know, the, the players that we don't really get to see much of and, you know, excited. No, even Zakiri, you know, give them a chance against the, the elite. Let's be real. They're the, arguably the best team in the league right now. Um, you know, g- give them a run. And Percy Tao, I think, fits will, will, will fit perfectly. You know, he, he's going to be up for it. He'll be absolutely buzzing. And p- people have said that he's, you know, he's a very professional and, um, you know, professional person. And he'll come in and I think he'll really hit the ground running. I'm really mm. excited to see him, to be honest. Um, what a moment for him, yeah. though. You know, playing in the FA Cup. And then Wednesday, hopefully playing against Man City, like that must yeah. be that he must feel so good, like feel, must feel so especially proud after of what he's achieved. Yeah, and like you said, after nine hundred and five days of not being able to play for us, yeah, he's mad, now come it? he's now come in and played the FA Cup, which is a massive competition, you know, around the world is renowned. And <laughs> then to come potentially, like you said, play against Man City in the Premier League, like that must be a mad, mad first week for he him. Said it and was then really play... tough for him, didn't he? Because the fact that he signed, he thought, oh, I've achieved my dream of playing in the Premier League, gets hit back with a work permit, has yeah. to wait two years. Like that could play, that could really affect someone's mentality of, you know, you think oh, you've achieved, achieved your dream and then all of a sudden you've got to wait two years, two and a half years. Yeah. 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 Must have been tough. Oh, so like, yeah. yeah no. 
credit yeah, to him. Yeah, credit, credit to him. him. Oh, and and he went out and played in Belgium. And you know, all, uh, I was I was quite, I was speaking to one of my friends and um, uh, and a couple of other people, and um, we we mentioned the fact that yeah, he didn't look prolific in Belgium. And you could argue, you know, Belgium isn't the the, the, the highest standard in the world, and he didn't look prolific. He scored he scored a fair few goals, uh, but I don't think we should really base it completely on stats and you know goals and because you know we, we can we easily do that don't we as fans we we, mm. we get very much into the stats and goals pressing and, oh. something that stood out that's when i read the abbey analytics thing like one of the most mm. standout traits he had was his pressing so if we can have a little yeah. mini kramer cap smith on that'd be great yeah yeah, yeah no, and what companies said about his work ethic he, apparently he's just a hard worker and that's all you can want isn't it yeah. even if he's if he even if he goes and doesn't do as well if like i just love players that work hard yeah. And you know, it goes for anyone really. If you if you work hard, you have my respect. And like, if, I think 100%. with Percy Tao, if you if you work Regretting hard, England, respect. You, you know, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have the fans love. Like that's that's just how it works do, in football. Do you know who? Do you know who he reminds me of? Not 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 in terms of playing ability, because you know this guy I'm gonna mention is like he's like world class. But like, do you know he reminds Jan me of like a bit like Sadio. <laughs> no, not not Jan Bash. Um, Sadio, Sadio Mane. Like in terms of you know always having the wheels. No, he's honestly like you know he's such a you know Sadio Mane is such a happy guy. He's hardworking. He's quick. You know he's got a lot of like the same. Uh, I wouldn't say look. I'm not. I'm not comparing him. I'm not saying he's going to achieve what Sadio Mane has achieved. You never but, know. Why not? He's a line of judo. Yeah, but like yeah, no. Like in terms of in terms of like how he comes across, like how I look at him, and I think yeah, he's got like you know he's a happy chappy. He works hard. He's pacey. He's skillful. Like I feel like he can be that kind of player for us. Hopefully, I hope so. Um, yes, so yeah, so. fingers crossed. Um, he'll 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 do that for us. But um, yeah, anyone who's watching or tuning in, um, you know, yeah, let us know what you think in the comments uh, down below. Uh, what you think, you know. He might be able to provide us and how excited you are about him because yeah we're all very excited uh, about him and see what he can do um so yeah and the final thing boys let's talk about man city then um so oh, me, me and ryan just come off a, of a podcast and we spoke to the man city uh a big sort of man city podcast and um yeah we were we weren't exactly the most uh what's the word uh, we were quite pessimistic weren't we ryan um in terms of our score prediction yeah. i think ryan predicted four nil <laughs> i predicted three nil man city and ben uh, what's your predictions uh off straight off the bat yeah, actually, you know what, man? So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say, no, no, actually, I'm going to go with Ryan. 4 0, 4 0, yeah. 4 0. I was thinking 3 0. No, that would, that would be good. 3 0 would be a good. So, so we are being very, very pessimistic. <laughs> we are being very pessimistic. But it's I think. Hard to, though, isn't it? You yeah. know, we've got Welbeck and Alana Connolly. They're just so Lampin. sweaty. They're so sweaty. Like, <laughs> you look at all their goals. They're literally like, and then, you know, credit to them. They get, they score the goals. That's their style of play. Through ball. And then a cut across goal, and then it's a six yard tap in. And then they score the occasional banger, but so many of their goals are just tap ins like that. And it must be so but, hard to play against. Yeah. But, but that's I, the, I, I think... that goes credit to Pep, though, isn't yeah, it? No, like breaking team, yeah. The ability yeah. to break a team down to get to that position Constantly. is, um, is can't do it. so hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, credit to them because that, it may have been right up there for the last three years. Well, and that's the thing. Not, not only the last three years or four years, whatever it is, like in the last, what? Yeah, I think I think they're unbeaten, what? Is it last seven now or last eight they're unbeaten now and they're, and they're really starting to hit the ground running now like they're really finding their form I think Chelsea was the big the big one for me it was like when they battered yeah, Chelsea in that first cool. half they, yeah for me that was like okay they're back like they were, I think they were struggling a little bit you know they were getting they were, they were picking up results still but they didn't look like the man quality City of the goals they scored against Chelsea as well yeah it, they just, just looked high like high quality yeah they, they look like I looked at them I was like right City are back man City and I for me personally this is the worst time we could have played them for me like I would have yeah. rather played them at the beginning of the season 
season where they were like, you know, they didn't look their best. They they were sort of sort of stumbling mm. through. But now they look like they're the back. You know, Kevin De Bruyne is firing. Um, you know, you look at all the other players they've got. You know, back they've got incredible the team players. Is just stacked. <laughs> oh, see, and mate, let's talk about let, like, one player I do want to focus on is their defensive player. So Ruben Diaz, and rightly so. He's been getting a lot of praise and he is incredible at the moment. Like he's on fire. And um, and John Stones, to be fair to him, you know, those two yeah. centre-halves, they, they've really been, I think uh, they, they haven't conceded a goal in, uh, or one goal in like eight games or seven games or something. That'll crazy. change. That's going to change. That's going to change. Here <laughs> for three the week, uh, in the week. That's all good. Yeah. How hopeful are we? How hopeful are we of penetrating that Ruben Diaz and Stones partnership? Mate, they haven't played Percy Tal before. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they met their match on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, joking aside, I'm not looking confident, mate. I mean, no. as I say, we've got so many players out. Basuma's also out, isn't he? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we got Danny Welbeck's out, Lalana's out, Conley's out, Tarek's out, Basuma's out because obviously suspended. Jahanbash, yeah, Jahanbash, doubtful. doubtful. What a shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> inside source, someone messaged us, Mass, didn't they? Listen, listen, Jose listen, listen. might be coming back. But oh yeah, so, that, that right. Yeah, yeah, let's talk that about this good. just quickly. So, was yeah, so we got we got a DM. We got a DM on Instagram. We will keep the identity secret for now. But Someone if this comes through, going to be approached yeah, by the Brian media this, team in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> if this if this comes through, we're going to have to maybe tap into him a little bit more. But he yeah. has assured us. He's assured us that we're going to be starting with a front three of Percy Tao. Um, Shakiri and uh, Ischierdo, which is going to be a big one. Which I—I'll be honest, I'll go straight straight straight. To me, that just doesn't sound true. Ischierdo, who's played no minutes all season to play his first ever game of the season against City, (laughs) I just don't. But fair play. If if this source comes through, would you? You wouldn't put that. that, That's very true. We could be playing Potter Bingo. Uh, Potter Bingo could be coming through, and yeah. But uh, to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if he plays a completely random shit team against City, as long mm. as he plays a strong side. We've got leads, haven't we? The next yeah. game, yeah. I would, so I would happily take, happily take a loss against Man City to then win against Leeds. Happily. Oh gotcha. Oh gotcha. Um, Any day of the week. Um, I mean, we we're looking at that game. We're on the back of, as I said, we're on the back of this Newport result, which yeah, okay, we won, but it's it, not players aren't be very confident. We only played last night. We've got a game on Wednesday. Yeah. Half the team are out. Um, and that's against City, which can be a big confidence knocker. Yeah. And then we're coming up to a lead side who, after all that hype and you know the giving it the large to each other on Twitter over the last six months, yeah. it's uh, it's going to be like a cup weird, final. Yeah, some weird rivalry that. Like, some weird rivalry. It's strange. But we've always disliked each other, even going back into the Championship days. I've never liked Leeds. I've always hated Leeds, and I think I always will, <clears> just because I just don't like the way they get all the media attention. It does my head in. And like, but I think when they lose six two to United, and they're being said as if they were the ones that won six two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, credit to them. At least they uh, really showed them character going to lose three 0 at Crawley the other day. I mean, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take six two against City on Wednesday. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, if we, I'll be very impressed if we scored one goal, let alone six. But they um, just keep coming forward. They're just amazing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Look, look, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you talk about Man City or Leeds. Uh, right? You're confused. Leeds. You're confused I'm talking about Leeds. <laughs> you will be saying uh, that. About I hate Leeds. Yeah. I don't care how salty I sound. I literally yeah. don't care. I hate well, t- well so talk, talking to Leeds, talking to Leeds. Um, of course, that is going to be our next uh, podcast, and we are going to have a guest, a Leeds fan, on. Um, we have got my boss. So uh, my boss Josh Akers, who's a big, big oh, Leeds fan. Two podcasts time. Really? Oh, will it? 
Yeah, because we got we'd have C. Yeah, you've got to do the C roundup. Oh, my bad, my bad, my yeah, bad. So I'm jump, I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping the gun. So forget everything I just said. So forget everything I just said for the last fifteen <laughs> seconds. Uh, but yeah, there we go, boys. Um, that was a that was our sort of podcast after Newport game, and of course, looking forward to the Man City game. So fingers crossed. Before you uh, round it oh, up, on. I'm just going to say, rest in peace to Sue Addis, the uh, yes. co-owner of Oh, Donatello's. of course. Apologies, um, apologies, yes. Horrible news, horrible news. Whatever, yeah, so, Whatever happened there, it's just disgraceful. Let, let, let's, let's, let's just quickly, just yeah, let's talk about that. Because, yeah, no, Ryan, it's a very, uh, very well said. Um, so if, if no one was aware, um, unfortunately, I believe, yeah, Sue Addis, um, she was the owner of Donatello's or co-owner of Donatello's, who um, any Brighton fan will know throughout the years, the they staple. really, really supported Brighton. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they were they were on all the billboards with Dean. Um, I think they had like big sponsorships. Uh, shirt sponsorships. Yeah, shirts, shirt sponsorships. Yeah. Um, so you know, a, a big, big sort of part of Brighton Hope Football Club, and of course Sue Sue was a big part of that. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's crazy. So again, for people who aren't aware, uh, really sadly she was uh, taken uh, by yeah by someone I believe stabbing her. Is that, is that right? Um, yeah, I think it was like... Yeah, a, I don't want to speculate, but apparently that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. A boy, um, so it, it was reported. A 17-year-old boy. Right, so it was it reported that, mental. yeah, a 17-year-old, uh, yeah, uh, killed Sue, which, yeah, horrible, horrible, disgraceful news. Um, and we're really, yeah, as Seagull Social, as a podcast, uh, we're really, really sorry to hear uh, the, the horrible news. And uh, we wish them all the best in sort of in their time of, of grievance. And we hope that, you know, uh, we can maybe, you know, hopefully the, the club can maybe do something nice. And I'm sure we actually wore black armbands, didn't we, last night for, for yeah. Sue? Um, and hopefully the club can set up something as well uh, for 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 that as well. So fingers crossed um, we can get something. Sort of. But yeah, definitely uh, rest in peace, Addis. And um, yeah, we, we send all our loves uh, and condolences to the family um, and Donatello's as well. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much for ch- for tuning in. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Of course, uh, please like, comment and subscribe. It does mean a lot if you're watching on YouTube. And of course, keep streaming on Spotify and Apple. Uh, and we'll be here for the Man City fallout, which hopefully uh, won't be too bad. Peace. (laughs) Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.